things happen that are terrible. Yeah. Yes, that hurt. I am sorry that happened. But that does not have to shape your tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It does not have to become who you are. It's an event that happened. Yeah. And that's the big piece of helping people tease out. That happened. Yeah. I am sorry. Yeah. But unless you allow it to shape your tomorrow, it does not have to. Mm -hmm. Because also we have to realize things happen in a moment in time, but that moment is over. Mm -hmm. So what you're reliving is in your mind. And then you subsequently relive the emotion attached to that event that happened. Yeah. But the event itself is over. Yeah. You're only reliving what you choose to relive about that moment. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm sitting here with Dr. Dana Harris. Dana, thank you so much for being with us on the podcast, giving your time, and, and really appreciate you being here. So you are a doctor. I am. Explain to us what kind of doctor you are. I am a child psychologist. Fun times. <laughs> yeah, and you work and you work with what age children primarily? Uh, primarily five to about twelve ish or so. Okay, so not elementary a real fan school. of the the biggers. Yep. <laughs> I yep. like the littles. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 mess to untangle. The older that they get, it's, yes. a, it's a little more tangled. So if you can if you can work with them when they're younger, I always <laughs> love. So working with Next Gen for years, yeah. I love working with kids and working with students. One, they're sponges. Absolutely. And and two, all the problems we have as adults are kid problems that we Back didn't there. deal with. And if we could just deal with it here, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so so tell us a little bit about you. So yeah. you you have a military background. I do. So what, what's your military background? I am a veteran of the Air Force. So uh, thank you for your service. Thank you. That was sort of a random, like, oh my gosh, I should do something else with my life. In my twenties, I kind of bounced around Uh a lot. (laughs) So, so how did? So one day you're just like, I'm going to join the Air Force. Yes and no. Well, my grandfather uh, was a veteran of the Navy. My uncle is a veteran of the Marines. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of in our family. Yeah. Uh, But I was the first woman. In our family to be uh, a veteran, so that was pretty cool. And at what point did you go? I'm going to go the psychology route. Yeah. So. When I got out of the military, I worked um, for an airline for a while because I was a flight attendant for Mm -hmm. a while. I worked in HR and things like that. Um, I worked on the collegiate level for about 10 years. And working with a returning adult population, I was wondering why so many of them struggled in college. Mm. And then it dawned on me. It's Mm -hmm. because when they were children, Mm -hmm. something happened back there. So then I went back to school, and that's when I became a child psychologist because, like you just said, my thought pattern, if I can get it little, (laughs) then it helps the end process. (laughs) It helps them to grow to be better adults who can deal with situations Mm -hmm. rather than adults who bury situations and think they're going to go away. Because as a child, they didn't learn the mechanisms to deal with obstacles and things. So when you sit down with a kid— And and you're getting to know them and know their mm-hmm. story. What are you listening for? And and what is it that, that you're kind of looking to, to diagnose as you start having conversations? Yeah. Talk, talk us through kind of your process. <laughs> um, one, I call it going in girl mode. So okay. <laughs> I have to let the little tell me the story because somewhere in the story is what's happening, uh-huh. right? And really what you're listening for is the emotion okay. because the emotion is going to drive the behavior. Okay. So that's really what you're dealing with mm-hmm. because children don't really have a way to, to express mm-hmm. themselves with the words that adults 
in theory, yep. should have, yep. Yep. <laughs> right? And so as a child, they're trying to tell you, but it's coming out in their behaviors. Yeah. So when you talk to them and you just let them ramble, mm-hmm. you'll hear it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll begin to hear, well, I was afraid because X, or I was wearing these pink shoes yesterday, but that was because I was afraid to Y. So then you actually get to the basis mm-hmm. of what the kiddo's trying to tell you. Okay. That's typically with my girls. But with the boys, I usually do something active. You okay. Know, we're playing a game. I usually let them teach me a game, yeah. you know, yeah. so that this, they're involved. <laughs> this, this doesn't change as guys get older, by the way. <laughs> so if I want to have like a serious conversation with some some guy, I'm not yeah. going to just sit down no. and, and have a conversation. We're going to go play golf or, or we're going to go. Pool exactly. Or, yeah. We're going to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Or guys, the, the other easiest thing is we're going to have a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Because guys can just stare at a fire, and for whatever reason, now we'll talk it about all comes anything. Out. Yes, and we'll just stare. At the, yeah, and but yeah. yeah, just eyeball to eyeball doesn't work as well with guys, even yeah. when they're when they're older. So okay, That's good to know. Yeah. So you're looking for the emotion. Yeah. And I've I've heard it said this way, and Chad's not here, so I'm going to rhyme on his behalf. Uh, but I've I've heard it said that our emotions reveal our devotions. Yes. That the things that that we get excited about or feel. Fearful of, mm-hmm. it's revealing something that that's really, really important to us. Absolutely. And so we can make those connections. So Absolutely. if there's something that stirs up emotion, any emotion or, mm-hmm. okay. So, it's really any emotion. Yeah. Really what people have a misnomer about is that fear is really a false emotion, mm-hmm. right? It's really not real. But people don't know that because mm-hmm. in their minds they create whatever that situation is and it's real to them. Mm-hmm. Or anger. Anger is really a secondary emotion. Uh-huh. Really, you're afraid of something, yeah. but you don't want people to know you're afraid. So you say, I'm mad, I'm angry, or that is the behavior mm-hmm. that you manifest. But mm-hmm. really, at its core, it's fear. Yeah. And so it's hard to get adults to talk about that. So yeah. my mindset is, okay, if I can teach a little, mm-hmm. to be able to express verbally, I feel like this because mm-hmm. then... As an adult, the child will do the same thing and not have what I like to call the 27-minute decision. So now I'm so angry mm-hmm. that I lash out. Mm-hmm. I'm so angry that I commit a crime or mm-hmm. whatever that is, and you can't get that back. Yeah. That one moment can cost you 18 years of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, So teaching them when they're little, I cannot have a tantrum right now, but I'm going to explain mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. That's my end goal. Right. Okay. Teach the little yep. not to have a tantrum because a tantrum is nothing more than an expression of something I want, yep. but I'm not getting. Yep. So I'm going to have a tantrum in the store or yep. I'm going to, you know, throw my shoes or whatever. <laughs> so so you now, you're, you're talking to this little mm-hmm. and, and you you go, okay, the pink shoes. <laughs> right. You're, 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 you're pulling on the thread and, you're, and, you, and you get to whatever that emotion is and mm-hmm. you're getting to what is the fear? What is the driver? What is the – now Now what do you do? Okay. And – then you have to help them reframe what they're seeing. Okay. So like in this series, right, Mind Wars, mm-hmm. I love it because this is where I live. Yeah. Because everything is driven by a thought. Yeah. Nothing starts without a thought, mm-hmm. right? And so once I figure out, I'm afraid because I think my mommy's not going to let me mm-hmm. ride a pony, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, why do you think that? Has your mom ever exed mm-hmm. or ever why? Has your dad ever? Mm-hmm. So then you have to bring them back to the reality of what's happening yeah. versus the imagination mm-hmm. of what I just conjured. The possibilities. Exactly. Or the, yeah, the what ifs or the exactly. countless, you know, we, we, we tend to live in all the future stuff that doesn't exist. Ever. Yep. 
and and most of the things that we think about don't actually end up happening that we worry Not about that we stress out about it's imaginary <laughs> exactly and, and so you're just helping them go back to okay what's reality mm-hmm. and and let's focus on that instead mm-hmm. of focusing on all that out there. Yeah. And I teach children all the time that tomorrow technically does not exist and never really comes. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Because I'm going to say, oh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, tomorrow. But the only thing that exists is the now. Mm-hmm. So this child is projecting something that from TV, from wherever, we don't know where, mm-hmm. right? But the goal is to help the kiddo understand this is what's happening right now. Yeah. I can't control five minutes from now, mm-hmm. but right now you're safe. Mm-hmm. Right now that didn't happen. Right now mommy packed goldfish in your lunch, mm-hmm. so you're not going to run out of goldfish, you mm-hmm. know, or, yep. or whatever. Yep. Mom always makes sure there's goldfish, right? Dad always makes sure you whatever. So you just have to bring them back to the moment. But it goes back to adults. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. As adults, we go off the rails, yeah. right? Oh, my gosh, this is going to happen. And then next thing you know, there's a fire. You went off the cliff. The cars exploded. Yep. Whoa, yep. relax. Yep. <laughs> I was like, bring it back. No, Bring even, it back. <laughs> even, as a, even as a parent, you know, my kids sometimes, they'll, they'll do something or they'll, you know, okay, why, why weren't you honest with me on that? And in my mind, I'm like, my kid's going to go to prison. They're gonna be, yeah, they're going to be in San Quentin one day. You know, like, I've no, they just kids, they just fine. said they brushed their teeth or, and they didn't actually brush their teeth. Like, right. it's not as bad. But my mind, I'm like, oh, I see where exactly. this is headed, you know, and, exactly. and it, it's, it's hard not to let your mind go down that path. Oh, for sure. But that's why we have to think about what we're thinking about. Right. Yeah. Because the reality, when you come back to the moment, your kids are great kids. They yeah. do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They're kids. Yeah, right? sure. We know this. Yep. Like our kids hang out all the time. Right. Yep. They're kids. We know this. But at the end of the day. They're good kids. They like, are. They are not out doing half the things. Yep. I think our kids are too afraid to do, yeah. <laughs> you know, all these things. But because of all that we're bombarded with, mm-hmm. with social media and, you know, even parenting, you're like, whoa, like, what is that? You know, yeah. it's so much going on that we even as adults have to not project that onto mm-hmm. our kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You said something a moment ago. I want to I want to back up to it. Yeah. You, you said anger is a secondary emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- unpack that for us a oh, little sure. bit because it could be that, you know, somebody's listening. They're like, yeah, I do get angry about this. Uh, what What's the layers below that? How do you identify the the why behind that? How do you get down to whatever that core thing is, mm-hmm. that root uh, that that's just manifesting itself as anger is a secondary emotion? Un- un- unpack what yeah. that means and, yeah. and how we can utilize that to, to figure out, OK, what is it that I'm, I'm really dealing with? For sure. You have to stop and think about it, really. Mm-hmm. Like it just goes back to thinking about what you're thinking about. Why am I actually angry? Yeah. OK. Because there were no apples in the fries? Is that really why I'm angry? Yeah. Like, I could just go across the street to Sprouts and get apples. So yeah. it's not the apples. Mm-hmm. It's not the fries. It's not the Sprouts. Yeah. There's something. It's more than likely it's a fear of lack. It mm-hmm. could be a fear of not enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe as a child, you know, when you grew up, there wasn't enough resources was in the house. Yeah. So now as an adult, when you just like, I just wanted an apple, you mm-hmm. know, and you're so angry. It's not the apple. Yeah. But you have to go back to that. That moment and realize what is this? Mm-hmm. And that just honestly takes a lot of soul searching and choice. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's easier to be angry mm-hmm. and blame the fact that the store didn't have the apples. Yeah. That's not what it's about. Right. So when you're unpacking it, you really have to decide to ask yourself, why am I actually angry? Mm-hmm. Are these shoes in the floor that important? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yep. we have kids. Kids leave stuff around all the time. Yeah. But it's like, really? 
Why am I this Why angry? Why is that triggering this response? That today, yeah. after 14 years, I am this yep. upset because there's a shoe in the floor, you know? Yep. So then you begin to unpack that. And more than likely, it's because of some fear, some lack, yeah. some something that happened as a child that over time you've suppressed. Mm-hmm. So you really haven't thought about it, but something triggered it. Mm-hmm. And now it's this big explosive thing and everyone else is staring at Robert like, it's an apple. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. will go get, dude, I will buy you like a bag of apples. Yes, you know yes. I mean? we can fix this. We can solve like, this. This is an yeah. easy fix. Yeah. You know? But really, it's not. It's something mm-hmm. prob- more than likely, especially for us as adults, it's in childhood. And we just need to unpack whatever that trauma was. Yeah. Trauma is not necessarily this big event. You know, when we hear trauma, mm-hmm. we think, oh, my gosh, you know. Yeah. Something massive happened, but a trauma is whatever affects that individual. Mm -hmm. So a trauma to me may not be a trauma to you, right? And so we have to identify that what's happening to me in this moment is real to me, and it is a traumatic event to me. But it's not traumatic in the event or in the in the viewpoint that it has to shape my day Mm -hmm. or shape my life. Mm -hmm. I need to stop for a minute and say, okay. What's really happening? So one of the, I, I want to talk to parents for a moment on this <laughs> one because working with teenagers for years and years, and whether it's leaders, whether it's parents, adults that are in the lives of these these teens, I, I would talk to them and they go, "Why are they making such a big deal? It's not a problem. Like this is so so minor, you know?" Because they have perspective, right? Mm-hmm. The adults are looking at at this teenager going. So your girlfriend broke up with you. You guys weren't going to get married anyway. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it was a terrible relationship anyway. You're fine. You're actually better for it. But the, for the teen, mm-hmm. it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Absolutely. And and in their world and their viewpoint. And so understanding that and being reminded that, you know, when we mm-hmm. were teens, it was the same thing. And and so to be able to walk alongside and go, yeah, it's really tough. Right. And and to to be able to understand that in their world, yeah, that that was very traumatic. Now, again, perspective. They're going to be just fine. In 20 minutes. That's right. But in the reality, (laughs) like right now it is. Mm -hmm. And I do think as parents and as we get older, that is something because we do have a Mm -hmm. wider scope of life, right? We're like, dude, come on. You got a roof over your head. It is not that big of a deal. But it is. And everything is a perspective to that person. Mm -hmm. So the reality is that you want to help a person come back to the moment Mm -hmm. of what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Things happen and they suck. Yeah. Right. Let's let's call it a duck. A yeah. duck is a duck. That was awful. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> let's not live in the land of unicorns. Yeah. I live there with kids. And don't it's pre- a fun don't place. pretend a bad thing's a good <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a fun place in the land of unicorns, but mm-hmm. in reality, things happen that are terrible. Yeah. Yes. That hurt. I am sorry that happened. But that does not have to shape your tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It does not have to become who you are. It's an event that happened. Yeah. And that's the big piece of helping people tease out. That happened. Yeah. I am sorry. Yeah. But unless you allow it to shape your tomorrow, it does not have to. Mm-hmm. Because also we have to realize things happen in a moment in time, but that moment is over. Mm-hmm. So what you're reliving is in your mind. And then you subsequently relive the emotion attached to that event that happened. Yeah. But the event itself is over. Yeah. You're only reliving what you choose to relive about that moment. Okay. <laughs> If, if you're if you're watching or listening to the podcast, go back uh-huh. and 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 listen to the last thirty sixty seconds, whatever that was. <laughs> that is that is so powerful, and it's easy to hear that and go, yeah, yeah, okay. That is huge. Oh, it's very huge. Some people right now listening to this, they are stuck in a moment oh, in my time. Jesus. 
<laughs> a year, 10 years, 40 years. 20. Yep. And, and they're, they're stuck in that time and, and they're just, they're, they're anchored by it. They are. They've let it define them. Yeah. Right. So if you think for a moment back to the day you and Lindsay got married, fantastic mm-hmm. day, right? We're all skipping through the lilies. It actually was 111 degrees <laughs> that day. It was an outdoor wedding. We broke the record for heat, but it was a beautiful day. Keep, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I we'll do talk about that, that part. later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not living in the past. I'll, I'll have a chat with Lindsay about that. Why do we make that choice? But no, that moment yeah. no longer exists. But what you relive mm. every year on mm-hmm. your anniversary yep. is the beauty of that moment, yeah. right? You have the good and some things you'd be like, oh, we really should have changed that. Like, oh, yeah. why did we buy that cake? You know, yes. or whatever, yes. right? Because you're retrospecting, looking at it. But what happens a lot of times is that people live in the trauma of mm. that moment and they keep reliving the moment. Yeah. So you keep reliving the emotion attached to the moment. My philosophy is, okay, Frank did something to me. Mm-hmm. And if your name is Frank, I apologize. That's just like my <laughs> generic name. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry to all the Franks everywhere. <laughs> but Frank did X, right? Mm-hmm. But Frank is now skipping through the lilies. Frank has moved on. Yes. Frank is living on a yacht in France, right? Yes. <laughs> or whatever. Yes. But you are so stuck on, he did this to me or she did this to me. And uh but Why would you've you not give, allowed yeah. that person Why would you that give much Frank, power. Yeah, don't give Frank the power. Don't give Frank that control in your life. Absolutely Frank not. doesn't deserve it. And Frank doesn't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, yes. Frank is like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's just another, it's a Tuesday for Frank, right? Yeah. Pretty much, right? But you can relive and recount every mm-hmm. single moment of it. Why? Why would you choose that when you can choose to let it go and then let in the love of Jesus to heal it? Again, let's go back. It happened. It was awful, whatever that moment was. But there is nothing so awful that Jesus will not heal with his love. But he can't if you keep reliving (laughs) the awful moment. He's trying to get in. But he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll stand here until she, you know. But you don't have to. And so that's one of the big pieces in adulthood, Mm -hmm. I think, that a lot of us struggle with is that people are like, well, when I was six, I didn't get a pony. Dude, you are 42. Yeah. Okay. Like, go buy yourself a pony. I don't know. (laughs) But let's move on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what I love about this, you're talking about, you know, you're working with with kids and all of that. This is so good and so (laughs) powerful. And I I love that, that you've gotten it. To these really understandable pieces that, yeah. that as an adult, we can, we can take that and we can apply it in our, in our lives. I was, I was having a conversation with somebody, and this goes back to something you were saying a, a moment ago. I was, on a, I was on the patio after teaching a sermon, and somebody – I had said something that, mm-hmm. that offended this oh, person, and they were like yelling <laughs> at me, like vein popping out of their neck. And I was like, man, maybe I really messed that up. And then somebody <laughs> told me, they said, okay, if, if the level of offense – does not equal the level of response. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more baggage that that person is carrying around. Absolutely. And you were just getting that baggage dumped on you in Absolutely. that moment. And it had nothing to do with what you said. No. Yeah, that just triggered this. Yeah, this person's still carrying all that baggage. And I just happened to say a word. Right. <laughs> and man, and, and so sometimes it, it's important because it gave me empathy, actually. It, yeah. it, it helped me not be so frustrated because I, you know, I might want to just Right. posture and, and <laughs> yeah. kind of fight back on that to go, all right, if the level of offense doesn't match the level of response, this person's wounded and traumatized by something. Mm-hmm. And and it made me, you know, be a little more pastoral. Be right. a little more, <laughs> that be, side came yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> be a little more compassionate or whatever. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that, that that's justified behavior should be no. allowed, but it just helps us understand. For sure. And if we do that, 
if we get upset at the shoes, we get upset at the apple, we get upset at all those things that you mentioned, uh, may, maybe there's some trauma that, that we've we've not dealt with and, and we've sure. not given to Jesus. So for sure, if I identify and go, all right, why did I get so angry about that? And and I can un, I can unravel it. I can get mm-hmm. to the root of it and go, here here's the fear. Now what do I do with that? If I go, okay, I want I want Jesus to come in and bring healing. I want that mm-hmm. that that redemption of of this part of my story. How how do I do that? What's my what's my next step? Um, well, this may sound silly, but I believe you should write it down. Okay. You should write it down and then burn it, tear it up, something. Yeah. Because that's a symbolic way it's a of getting rid of it. It's sort yeah. of like baptism for uh-huh. us, right? You uh-huh. go down and yep. you come up. It's and a new day. Exactly. And so you're a new creature when you come out of the water, right? That's what we believe, that the old man died, yep. new man yep. came up. So And the writing it down, you're acknowledging you're it. Acknowledging, you're identifying exactly. it. Exactly. This is how I felt because, and this yeah. is not a one-time deal, Yeah. right? Something's going to come up and then... I don't know, five years later, something Mm -hmm. else may come up. You never know. But as those things come up, write them down, Mm -hmm. acknowledge them. And I I believe that we should repent of them, Mm -hmm. right? We Mm -hmm. say, okay, Jesus, I have been angry about this for so long. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize it because you just don't realize things too. So you have to give yourself grace because there's just things you don't realize. But then let it go. Mm And then you have to choose to not think about it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's going to pop into your head. So That's right. Papa Hagen used to say, you can't stop the birds from flying over your head, but you can stop them from building a nest in your hair. Yeah. Right? I yep. love that. Yep. And it's because, no, I can't stop the birds, but I don't have Those to thoughts stand are gonna fly here by. Yes. <laughs> and allow them to nest in my hair. The thoughts are going to pop into your head from all over the place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's your thought, it's the enemy's thought, it's a random whatever, mm-hmm. but you don't have to meditate on it. Yes. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to incubate it. You don't have to roll it over and chop it up and you know yep. look at it from different angles. Yep. It pops in. No, that's not a Jesus thought. Yep. And so <laughs> I taught my children that when they were little. Like, yeah. yes, random things are going to pop into your head, but they would hear me walking around the house saying, oh, that is not a Jesus thought. Yep. You know, and they're yep. like, what are you doing? That is not a Jesus well, thought. Well, you're doing exactly what the Bible teaches. <laughs> Take every thought captive, right? Make it obedient. Here yes, you go, thought. That you is not a Jesus this thought. This is not a Jesus thought. You're not welcome. This is the Jesus thought. He loves me. I'm the righteous. And this is where we're going. Yeah. You know, and Replace it doesn't. that with truth. Exactly. And it doesn't take memorizing the whole Bible. Yeah. You know, get one simple scripture. Yep. One. Yep. And chew that one over and over again. Because remember, Jesus, that's how Jesus defeated the enemy. Mm-hmm. Three scriptures. Yep. You know? Yep. <laughs> That's, that's a great point. So Jesus facing, you know, 40, 40 days, he's, he's been fasting. One of the most under, <laughs> understated lines in the Bible, he was hungry, it says. Right, like, yeah. oh, he was hungry. Sure, <laughs> yeah, you haven't eaten in 40 yeah. days. And then <laughs> he he's, and then he's, he's tempted, and, yeah. and you're absolutely right. And the temptations all, they, they had maybe a little hint of truth. Exactly. But, but, but it was it was. Partnered with a lie, <laughs> exactly. And then Jesus goes, "I'm mm. going to identify that's not that's not a Jesus thought. I don't know if Jesus thought <laughs> right? that's not a Jesus thought." Uh, and he replaced it with exactly. with the truth. And I love the when you say to write it down. I love that act of writing it down, burning it, throwing it away, doing whatever. Because when those thoughts do come back, you can remind yourself, "Oh, I mm. dealt with this. I got rid of it. We had a moment." Yep. 
You and now we're create, done. create a moment that it's a line in the sand moment. It's a new day moving forward. That is exactly. in the past. And and by God's grace, I'm, I'm going to move forward a different person, a new person. I'm not going to relive that. It, it's a over new day. And over. Yeah, I'm not giving that power in my life anymore. Jesus has done the work to free me from the power Absolutely. of whatever that moment was. Absolutely. And that's the other thing. There is this fascinating event in Luke chapter 5 that I absolutely love mm-hmm. about the man. He's a paralytic man on a uh-huh. mat, right? Yep. But most people look at that from the story of the paralytic. But I look at it from the story of the friends. Yeah. So so if you're listening, you're like, what's, what's the story? Jesus is preaching. He's in this house. And there's crowds that are just crammed from in there. So nobody over. can get in through the through the door. And these friends yeah. have have their buddy who's a paralytic. And so they go, I know. Let's rip the roof off this place. Right? Like, <laughs> these are dig. some cool dudes, right? And, I'm, and I'm, I've, been, I've been to where they had replicas of what towns look like. And, and the roofs, it's, imagine a bunch of sticks. Yes. And imagine, like, mud and, you know, grass and all that kind of stuff that, that creates this roof. And they start digging at it and open up a giant hole and, enough to lower this guy down. Right. Yeah. But now think about the friends mm-hmm. who first were like, okay, we're going to get you to Jesus. Now, yeah. they came from all over, right? Mm-hmm. Judea, Galilee. Mm-hmm. Like, these dudes are walking carrying a grown man on yeah. a mat. Yeah. Then they get there and they have this obstacle because now there's a crowd. Mm-hmm. But these dudes didn't stop. I mean, these are some awesome friends. Yes. Right. And then somebody said, oh, wait, I know. We will hoist him up on the roof <laughs> yes. and lower him down to Jesus. And this, for me, replicates obstacles in our brains, mm-hmm. in our minds. Yep. Right. But they had to see the end goal in their mind. Yeah. That's why Paul told us, don't faint in your mind, mm-hmm. right? Like, think about that for a second. Yes. They carried him from who knows how far. Yep. And then when they got there, there was a crowd, and they're like, nope, we have come this far. You are getting in front of Jesus today, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hoisted him up on a roof and then lowered him down because they always saw the end goal. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. When events happen in life, I'm sorry, Yeah. see the end goal. And there will be. Barriers. There will be oh. obstacles. There will be opposition. Absolutely. And and it, it's worth it to to work through that. It's worth it to see the end goal. To go. You know what? If it's if it's not good yet, God's not done yet. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pursuing. Exactly. And I'm gonna keep fighting those that's negative right. thoughts. I'm that's going, right. That's why I said like most people think of that story from the paralytic because mm-hmm. he was healed. It tells us the power to heal was present. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. But I'm thinking about the friends. Yeah. Because the friends are really the ones dealing with the obstacles. Yeah. But they didn't let that stop. Them. Yeah. And that's oftentimes what happened to adults. We get stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, I tried that before, Robert. You know, Robert, I tried that. Let's not try, let's do. That's right. Okay. So let's do a different thing. Mm-hmm. And so I often say I don't have problems, I have solution opportunities. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right? Yep. Because when you say you have a problem, your brain just like stops. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, halt, problem, yep. can't go any further. Yep. But if I say I have a solution opportunity, mm-hmm. now my brain is thinking. Live it's on the solution side of every problem. It's and, like, what's yep. okay, how do we get there? What's oh, okay, the way? I can't go down this street. Oh, wait, but I can take the back way. Oh, wait, I can I flip. Can dig I a can hole reroute. Through the roof. I will, hey, rip yep. open a roof. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Know? So you have to be solution-oriented in your thinking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, again, goes to, nope, I dealt with that. I wrote it down. I'm not going back there. There is a solution. Yeah. And you'll get it. This is so good. <laughs> This is seriously like if, if you listen to the podcast today, you just saved yourself a lot of in, money in, in therapy. therapy. <laughs> yeah, this this right, right here. Yeah, if you just go back and, and do the things that that, that Dana's talking about. 
Dana, thank you so yeah. much for unpacking this with us. And, Absolutely. And so excited for, <laughs> as you've been a part of our, our daily devotionals and, yeah. and just the investment you've made in, into Sun Valley and, and the church. So grateful for you and the gifts God's given you and, and you being willing to share that with us. Absolutely. It's my honor and privilege always to share the message of Jesus. It changed my life, you know, and I know it'll change others. And that's what I love about here at Sun Valley. We're yeah. just real people yep. with real stuff happening. Yep. You know? yep. But we choose to look at Jesus and go, okay, that happened. Yep. But there's a solution. That's you right. Know? That's right. Yeah. Would you would you bless us by praying for those Absolutely. that are listening? And, and we'll close the podcast with that. Absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for everyone who chose to tune in today and who will listen to this over and over and over. May you pour your love on them mm. in such a way that they know you have a great future for them and that nothing in the past can prevent the future that you have for them unless they allow it. So, sir, I'm asking that you help them with their minds, Mm -hmm. help them to take those thoughts captive that do not align with the promises and blessings that you have. Thank you so much for blessing us. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share this word with Pastor Robert today. Sir, for everybody, I pray that you bless them and keep them. You make your face shine upon them and be gracious unto them. Lift up your countenance upon them and give them peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such an honor and such fun to to be here with you today. This is great. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.